Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Comedian's Tea Party. This episode I have got Alexis Jubas, who many of you may instead know as Marcel Lucan, who is just an incredible character act, plays the most dry, droll French character act you ever could see is absolutely incredible what i love about this episode in particular like the episode with nathan caton for instance like these are people who i was into before i even started comedy so it's just a real pleasure to have him on and uh, it's a really lovely chat really really enjoyed it now this is likely to be the last one possibly this year definitely before christmas because that is in well what day is it now it's in like two or three days or something whenever I'm releasing this. I'm not sure what day it is. Yeah, I, I probably won't get one out next week, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, so almost definitely the last one this year. And then I'll probably be a bit slow getting back, but it's a good one. It's a good one to listen back to. And listen back to all the old ones. Let me know which ones are your favourite episodes, maybe. You know, that'd be that'd be a good thing to do. Uh, now, before you get further into this, I will warn you, there is some bad language in this episode. Not a lot. Just giving you a warning, just in case there's kids listening. There's a couple of moments where I have something that I've never experienced before, where the the recording software just stopped altogether. And where that happens, I've tried to fill it in as best I can. Some of it just doesn't make sense, so I've just put into a little bit of bird song. So in case you hear some bird song, that's what happened. The sound cut out. It only happened three times, I think. So yeah, but it's fine. It it's, it it pulls together. Talk about Red Dwarf and Setlist, which if you've never seen Setlist, we do talk about it to sort of some extent and it explains what it is, but it's absolutely incredible and if you're a fan of comedy of any kind, then go and watch it because it's just, it's amazing. It's got like Robin Williams on there as well as like loads of other people, Russell Kane, Ross Noble, Drew Carey, uh, Hannibal Buress all sorts there's loads they're just incredible acts on there so go and check that out that's very very good as well as alexis of course we talk about earwigs and in, in doing so right i've got to point out some of the things that i was saying that is based on what i saw as a child i saw earwigs with one pincer it's not a pincer it's called cersei i, I did see those and i was told one thing about it. it's one of those things like when you're told as a child you just go yeah that's true you believe anything you're told don't you and I just I never did the research to find out otherwise. It's actually the shape of them that denotes sex, species, and sometimes age. And shortly after that, I forget the word caveat. So in case you're wondering what I'm trying to think of, actually, I, I edited it reasonably well, so it's not too obvious that I spent ages trying to remember what the word was, but the word was caveat is what I was looking for. And also, whilst we're on the subject of earwigs and caveats, that caveats does make sense there, look up tardigrades. They're absolutely incredible. Tardigrade, oh, brilliant. What a ridiculous... Also, it's worth looking them up whilst you're listening to that part of the conversation so that that makes sense because without seeing what they are, if you don't already know, it'll blow your mind. And also look up Eternal Jellyfish, which I'm yet to do, but I imagine they will be equally interesting. Now, for the future, in case I ever bring it up, obviously, I've got my team urgency questions and I think if I have a little section where I start sort of looking up what people have done work-wise and just on IMDb or Google or whatever. I'd, I want to call it Wikipedia, So that's that's likely to come in if I ever mention Wikipedia, That's what that is. <laughs> just wanted to say it now because I was excited. Uh, we both mentioned our Kofi pages 
during the episode. Uh, I'll put the links to both of those in the podcast description. But yeah, you've got ko-fi.com forward slash Alexis Jubas and likewise forward slash Sire Deves. And if you can help us out at all, we've been crippled by coronavirus this year, as have many people. But, you know, our industry's disappeared. So if you can help out, it will really help me carry on the podcast and and that sort of thing. So really appreciate any donations that you make. Come back at the end for links and that sort of thing. And otherwise, I mean, if you don't listen through to the end, have a lovely Christmas. But listen through to the end because it'll be nice. Uh, but do have a lovely Christmas or festive period if you don't do Christmas. And a lovely New Year if you can. Obviously, what with the recent TL4 news, do what you can. Just just talk to your friends and to tell your family you love them. And hopefully that will get you through. Thanks for listening, guys. See you at the end. Enjoy. Yes, I'm good, man. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Oh, let me... Yeah, good. I feel like I was about to say something, but I don't know what it was. <laughs> well, I should hope so, given what we're about to do. I just hope <laughs> you're going to say it's not can't be all me. Just no, be... so I'd just say hello and let you go at it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Just Real fun. awkward conversation. To be, to be fair, most comics would probably just go and go until you said stop <laughs> yeah. anyway. It's like... That's what I'm like on car shares. I get in and say, oh, how are you doing? Just go. <laughs> Boom. Oh, we're there. Yeah. Oh, okay. We get on stage. Uh, now, listen. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go I've, on. I've had, I've, uh, no, do you know what? We'll just go. We'll just go. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I've got to get, I've got to leave the house at about four. Sure. No, that's fine. Point. Yeah. So, uh, no, that's all right. Yeah, we've got time to record for about an hour or so. I'm just going to double check this is recording because, yeah, no, we're all good. I have... Like it's fine when you're in person because you can see it all sort of live, and I've I've only got that screen in front of me. But when I have got Skype in front of me, I don't always pay attention to the uh, recording software. And then no, that's um, the most important bit. Not not our faces. No one cares yeah. about that podcast. Two two times now, I've I've started recording a podcast and then and realised that it's not recording. Oh, you're joking! Yeah. Like at what stage of said podcast? Well, I had uh, Matthew Crosby the other day. It's about twenty five minutes in. No. Uh, thankfully, he it, it didn't have too much in the way of time constraints, so we did, we carried on talking for about two hours. Yeah, yeah. And Jamie Lenman, a musician from a band called Reuben, he's like my favourite musician, so that was just nerves that uh, made that happen. That was about 30 minutes. Yeah, I know his wife. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. I suppose you move in similar circles. Yeah, yeah, the old cabaret scene. Oh, know. yeah, yeah. Oh, so, oh, I know. Well, I, I know her as Katie. Ah, right. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Obviously, I know her as Katie. Uh, I know you as Alexis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Marcel. Many people. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Do uh... I still get people? It's really weird. I get people who knew me from pre-Marcel yeah. days still calling me. Uh, oh, Marcel. <laughs> and sometimes they correct themselves. Sometimes they just just go on. Oh, say, really? Fine, oh, that's funny. Because I, I... I know <laughs> as both a hmm. comedian and uh, a man. Right. But I, for the life of me. I always forget his real name. Hold on. 
I do know it. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Oh, oh bollocks. I was trying to remember in a conversation the other day. Just escapes me completely. I'm going to say Ashley, but it's not no. Ashley. It's, it's, what the fuck is it? Is it to begin with A? I don't know. Has it, it got a waffle detector on? <laughs> absolute... Sorry, you're talking too La- much Yeah, just no one needs to hear. Yeah, this. that's fine. That's really weird. I'll have to keep an eye on that. That just cut out for a sec, but hopefully it won't do it again. That's never happened before. No, nope, sure. So yeah, yes. Uh, all, all this I've not done the intro. I'm aware of that. Also, <laughs> it occurred to me earlier today that I've got an intro which I'll I'll do now, which is uh, hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Comedian's Tea Party with Sideves, with me, Sideves, and this episode, I have Marcel Lucan. We. Oui. <laughs> yeah, I'm the deep end there, sorry. You, you, um, you don't, no. you do not have Marcel Lucan. He's in, he's in a bag currently <laughs> um, next to me. Uh, I'll, I'll be taking him in about an hour's time off to Sussex. Oh, cool. Oh, uh, uh, Alexis Dubas, by the way, is the... Uh, Hello. The, the man behind the man. There's there people who have no idea what we're on about, and so far, like a minute into the podcast, I've got a man in a box that I'm taking to Sussex. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll do it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no explanation. No, required. no, it's fine. No. Uh, so for those that don't, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll explain in the in the introduction. Introduction. Oh, that's what I was going to say anyway. Because I, I do that introduction there, but I also start the introduction in in, in pretty much the exact same way. So I, d- I don't say your name and then wait for a response. So that would that would be bizarre. Be have we started yet yeah we started oh the whole thing yeah generally so the way i edit this is everything stays in pretty much i i I let it out the ums and the ers and the slanderous libelous stuff oh that's still to come there'll be plenty of that yeah well sometimes worry about that sometimes i beep it out sometimes if it doesn't incriminate me i'll leave it in good yeah so yeah, for for those who don't know, even though I will have already explained this, Alexis is also commonly known as Marcel Lucas, the uh, the character act. And I, what was I going to ask about that? Uh, uh, which I, really which one... I live in fear, by the way. I live in fear of being introduced like that. Of like, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a cracking character act. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it happened once. And it was really? Awful. Yeah. Anyway, did, sorry. Carry did on. they did they just force you to be Marcel for the whole? Oh no! As it no, just as as an intro, it's like right. I, I don't know. It, it, it just because obviously I, I try and I try and pass him off as a real, Frenchman yeah, yeah, of course, person, well, and suddenly it just completely undermines everything. Here's a guy putting on an accent and a yeah. stupid suit. <laughs> for for a long time, I, I I thought you genuinely were French. Good. Well, there and, you go, John. Then. Yeah, and then when I saw your real name, I thought, oh, he is French. That's that's definitely a French name. Yeah, that is definitely my favour that I have yeah. a French name and face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't generally, uh, I, I'm not one to sort of talk about process or whatever. But how did you come up with that? Uh, it's, it's in the blood, so it's kind of like my granddad was French, and I, ah. I suppose, subconsciously, uh, the meetings that I had, the meetings that I had with him, that sounds like a very formal <laughs> relationship. Yeah, and a allotted time we would meet <laughs> yeah. in an office. No, like from yeah, from early memories of him, I suppose he 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 was a South Londoner, but he he, he could do switch on the accent, and uh, it was like a little party trick, I suppose. And I found it very funny. And I just oh, and nice. I the first inception of Marcel was a comedy club that I used to run many moons ago in London Bridge, and it was an experimental night, and uh, the whole the premise was no no straight stand up had to be had to be weird shit right okay so, yeah so i thought that was a fun th- person to host as someone with that sort of attitude of not really caring who the next act was and yeah. not rejecting any energy into proceedings and i thought well it's got to be got to be french isn't it <laughs> no <laughs> 
Uh, do you ever run into any sort of issues with French people? Like, do, does anyone take offence or anything? I had a weird one in Melbourne, of all places. And it wasn't a French person. It was an Australian reviewer who right. described the act as racist. <laughs> which, like, it was the first and only time I've written to a reviewer to say, excuse me, <laughs> what's yeah. that about? Because she didn't specify how I was being racist. It was that was that was the thing. It was like oh, wow. it was just blanket term, and uh, and it was at Melbourne Comedy Festival years ago. And I I had to get I wrote and just said first, can you not call me that as a woolly liberal, you yeah. know, for whom that is quite quite the term to be applied to, and uh, could you clarify as well what you think I'm being racist towards? Because there, there were bits where I sort of, there, there was a little section where I talked about Australia Day and I talked about, right. it was just very sarcastically sort of talking about how it was this celebration for, for Aboriginals to, you know, um, oh no, sorry, for, for, for Australians when they, when for the celebration of when they overthrew their Aboriginal masters. Oh, right. Um, you know, and a celebration of freedom from that. And, you know, it was and so just a completely sort of sarcastic routine. So I thought, oh, yeah. God, do they think I'm being racist towards Aboriginals? And, and and then I thought, oh, no, maybe they think because I'm taking the piss out of Australians, I'm being racist towards them. And it turns out, no, she thought I was being racist towards the French because oh, of all the stereotypes. And yet, of course it is. But that's that's kind of what a, a spoof should be. You know, I'm playing up all of the characteristics of the French that people yeah. love to hate. And I've had various people come up to me going, oh, I've known many a Marcel in my life. You know, I, I, people who've like someone, the best one was, like, oh, I, I've divorced a Marcel. Oh, before. I, used to have a, I used to have a Marcel as a husband. I've worked with with a Marcel. Yeah. I've, you know, uh, yeah, French people. You know, these people do exist. Yeah, absolutely. Role, that people still wear the roll necks around Paris, puffing yeah, away yeah, on yeah. and writing poetry. And it's wonderful when you spot them. But anyway, yeah, and she, she said, yeah, I think the, the, the stereotype is racist towards the French. And the first thing I pointed out, obviously, was that the French aren't a race. <laughs> yeah, that, that is xenophobia. Yeah, 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 get it right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so... Um, that was weird. I, I I had last night, actually, a, um, a French girl in the front row trying to catch me out. Oh. And just sticking a hand up, very politely, etiquette, you know, sticking the hand up and just going, uh, and going, d'où viens-tu, uh, France? And I was like, oh, okay, let's play this game. And I, had, <laughs> and I have a whole backstory of Marcel, obviously, and I told yeah. her where I was from, France, and we had a chat, and she still looked a little bit quizzical. I think it's because, however much I've refined the accent over the years, it's still, to a French person, a bit off yeah 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 you know my i don't really know where my french accent is from it would be like someone trying to do generic english yeah sure and it, it doesn't quite fly so i think and even you can't, I can't really use the excuse of 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 the of my you know oh, i've been in england many years you know my, my accent's eroded because that just never seems to happen for the french they retain that accent like you wouldn't believe yeah but i yeah, think funny. in my mind as long as i can convince the rest of the audience that i am then it's yeah, <laughs> sure. <you>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, you you know, you're playing to sort of largely English audiences. So Yeah. And the yeah. fun ones, obviously, are the ones where they don't know it's a character at all and get very pissed off that there's a Frenchman trying to make him laugh. It's usually Kent. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in Kent. <laughs> yeah, that does sound about right. Yeah. We we put up a, a bridge I don't know, but no not a bridge, a tunnel. I was trying to make a some kind of reference to Duck Crossing. <laughs> yeah, the old bridge. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, they're trying to become their own like thing, sort of uh, within Brexit, aren't they? Or is that 
Was that debunked? I can't remember. I saw it in the news. A while oh, today. Ago. Oh, they're, they're trying the, the news today of Macron trying to um, oh, basically said... make Brexit a lot harder for the English. Oh, no, I didn't know about that. No, oh, uh, yeah. there was a oh, thing where like Kent had its own rules uh, unto Brexit. So oh, yeah. for uh, trucks coming in and out, like they had to have an extra sort of visa to go through Kent or something like that. I yeah. didn't read the article properly. Yeah, it's it's. I can't wait to do a gig in Kent again, just so I can sort of properly mock that aspect of the Garden of England becoming the toilet of England. It's yeah, kind of, yeah. it's a lot of fun to be over that as Marcel. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah they were trying to. Yeah, there's all sorts of hoops they're now trying to jump through to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, I think there was talk of Kent becoming technically part of France, which would piss them off even more. Yeah, that'd be but amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, any anything where Brexit inconveniences the English and benefits the French is playing right into my comedic hands. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Brexit has been a sort of goldmine. Well, it's, it's sort of been a goldmine for me. I think there was a there was definitely a period where even as Marcel I would start just doing gigs where I didn't I barely mentioned it at all or I'd wait until the end with people there obviously people think well it hasn't people are just sick of hearing of it but it's yeah, like yeah. Frenchman hasn't mentioned it so I do one final bit at the end and then piss off no nice. <laughs> but yeah there was there was definitely a little bit where even even as Marcel people maybe especially as Marcel people really were just so sick of it in any form yeah. there was no more comedy you could ring from it and there was and people just wanted to block it out and not hear about it have you had anything where people have said, like, you know, go 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 back home, where they've really thought you were French? Yeah, 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 definitely. There's a particularly tricky one in oh, it's a place called Leatherhead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is awful. Just hatred. Actually, the most fun one. No, 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 this is a good one. There was um, I, I got booked in to do um, a Beaujolais Nouveau lunch at a uh, working men's club somewhere near Southampton. It was right. not really working men's club. That gives it the, the, the wrong sort of vibe. But it was that. It was sort of older folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a sort of a club down there. And I got there and I was asking the guy, the guy I think the guy was going, oh, what do you need on stage? And I said, oh, well, you know, you, you, you've seen me. Just, 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 the, just the mic and stand. And he goes, oh, no, no I've not seen your act. <laughs> I was like, you booked me. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. And it was, it was decent money. And it was for, oh, God, it was a half hour set. And I had they'd laid out a lovely spread. I had a lovely, lovely meal, lovely glasses of Beaujolais and flowing. And um, they'd had it was such a they'd had Can Can Girls. Then they yeah. had uh, it was a nice, nice start. Then they had a guy that came on, real old school comic, absolutely lovely bloke, doing very old school gags, sort of Jethro style gags, I suppose. Yeah. And then weirdly playing Beatles numbers as well. It was an odd act, <laughs> but it went down a storm. They loved him, and it was he was he was very charming and he was great. And then it's like, and then I had to follow that, and it was just this. They took it absolutely at face value just this yeah. rude frenchman coming in and you could see people slowing slowing down as they ate like <laughs> chomping on the roast beef slower with <laughs> growing anger in their eyes and uh, and yeah i mean i looked at my watch maybe seven minutes in you know i did a watch oh, check no. then and, and it's like, oh god i've got 23 minutes left oh good god like Right, sorry. Uh, go on. Tin to them. Let's go from there. All right. Uh, I'm throwing out all the gold and <laughs> my gold, and there's just none of it's landing at all. I'm just getting increasing anger in their mannerisms, in their eyes. They even just. And then a woman just, I think she actually 
genuinely did say, if you don't like Britain, why don't you go home or something? Oh, no. These these are jokes. <laughs> this is a comedy. It was, oh, my word. And, it was just, and the worst part of this gig was, <laughs> well, it got worse and worse and worse and just left to slow hand claps or nothing oh, at all no. and just anger and it was i didn't realize this as well it was i was just ready to go out the door get on the train and never talk of this again and then send him the invoice but it was paid in cash oh, so, man. the guy who owned the club the guy's dad who booked me he booked me in the, and it was the dad's club he sort of had to slowly put notes in my hand <laughs> while staring me out and then and that's it and i just folded him up and just left <sighs> Jesus. I just there was nothing I could have done, nothing I could have done. But it was just like like you, there were, you could have watched a five minute YouTube clip. Yeah, they'd obviously looked on Google and gone French comedian UK, it'll do. Yeah, <laughs> just, they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, think, I think I genuinely did get a why don't you go home to France? Heck. Amazing. That that leads into sort of another question that I was wondering about because. Like with with the style that you are, like that sort of a, any level of sort of hatred, sort of I, I always thought would play into your hands because, like you're it, you know it, you're, it, you're good at sort of dealing with that. But... It does if I've got three tables of people enjoying it? Yeah, maybe even one. I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think man. there was one old guy who was quite into it. But he kept right. getting evils from his wife, who was just yeah. like, and he yeah. it was it was quite funny. So I was like, I was sort of mentally playing to him, yeah, and sort of enjoying the soul. Oh no, is it cut out again? Well, that wasn't the recording that time. That was Skype. Let me try. I'm going to close everything but Skype. There we go. That should be all right. That shouldn't have happened anyway. Anyway, there we go. Where were we? Where were we? We were. I was. I was fleeing Southampton. I was. Uh, yeah. I've already done that. You were asking me about. Oh, dying and it playing into your hands. Playing into my hands. Yeah. So if there's so. Oh yes, I was enjoying the. Uh, yeah, we still. I haven't left Southampton. Here we go. We're still there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that the soul, amuse the soul little <laughs> smidgen of amusement that I got from it was me just. I suppose playing to this old guy and just trying to get a reaction from him that would piss his wife off yeah <laughs> that's not a good that's gig funny. is it that's the uh like i've had that before i'm like oh yeah i'm enjoying this and i turn around and see no one else is and like I'm, I'm not allowed to enjoy this in this like i've become as much of an outcast as the person <laughs> yeah well you see like as, as me i haven't i haven't sort of really done stand-up as me for quite some time but uh, but back in the day i i would have i suppose tried to have a chat ramped up the friendliness um as you as as me yeah pretended that i was enjoying it or trying to kind of just acknowledge the situation but being marcel i have to have i have to have that absolute superiority so if they're not enjoying it they're just not understanding it or they're not culturally ready for it or whatever so i double down if anything yeah (laughs) i have no way i have no way to meet them halfway you know i would much rather have a rowdy crowd that are baying for blood than yeah. an apathetic crowd that are just emanating hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silence. I can't do anything. I can't do. I can't feel the silence. I can only create more silence. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, if if it's the opposite, like I say, if it's a rowdy crowd, I become a teacher. I I, I keep my cool most of the time, and I yeah. st- I stand there like a brick wall for them to 
fling their shit at and then wipe myself down metaphorically and carry on and just stare them <laughs> uh, down. Or, or, or at one, one, point, one time at, at a late in live gig where that happened, I just kind of stood there for, I think it was about two or three minutes and just like waited for the storm to kind of just dissipate. And I just stopped and went, uh, you realise I am getting paid for this. <laughs> and it started again and then it kind of and I was and it was wonderful and I just I really really enjoyed it oh lovely <laughs> yeah it's great and then, and then I picked off one heckler at a time and just and just oh great waited for them to to, to go solo <laughs> yeah 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 you said you generally don't lose your shit but ha- has that happened do you mean anger wise or composure uh, however you want to answer that both ways Uh, both ways i've certain i've certainly like in the early days there was there was a horrible one that was it it was my first weekend up the creek and i'd had a lovely friday one and then the saturday one saturday one was a shocker i mean it was so bad that terry alderton walked off after less than 10 minutes oh wow you know you i've never seen him do that at all before or since yeah. like he's, he's a solid hardcore impenetrable act and he just went unbelievable powerhouse yeah he just went you know what? fuck you all and put the mic down and just walked off it was unbelievable. Wow. so it was, it was a big rugby group mainly and um I, yeah it was just i i was probably visibly shaking i know i was i did my time but it was the, under the barrage of booze for the for the final you know five minutes of it at least and I, just, I, I felt like i had to do my time and bless her jane who was running it at the time called me up a couple of days later and said, "Oh God, I heard what it was like. I wasn't there. Sorry, I wasn't there. But in the future, just don't well, don't worry about doing your time. If they're being, oh. they're being pricks, just 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 walk off. You're better than that. That's and that so was really, kind. yeah, it was lovely. It was really heartwarming for because that was my first. I'd only just started doing Marcel, and right. um, okay. I'd never had that level of. I, I'd had a bit of animosity, but not sort of that level of noise, not that barrage of noise. So it's that if I'm overpowered audibly." It was just it was just me talking. I can barely hear my own voice. Yeah, through the mic, through the PA. <laughs> it was Jesus. Yeah, so I have I've maybe signed off with. I probably did there as well. Actually, I think I did. I think I said mo- for those who have listened, thank you for those for for those who you know who you are. I can't wish death on you quickly and <laughs> something like that. And I let the anger. You know, it wasn't a very. Oh, maybe it wasn't Marcel way of putting it. But I know there've been a few. There've been times where I know my wife's been in the audience and she's seen me have a, a tricky one, and I've come out with something that is probably not as Marcel, that is in no way right, okay, well put or poetic or something. Or I've had a difficult gig and I've kind of maybe blamed the audience, and actually she's gone, "You didn't, you did, you didn't do that in a Marcel way. That was definitely you coming out." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, it was, yeah." So I'm annoyed at myself for not dealing with it in character, I suppose. But I've rarely, I've never like, I don't think I've ever really got angry because it's not a very, that, I've kept that level of Marcel. That's never, that's not, the superiority only remains if I keep my cool, very much like a teacher. Yeah, say. yeah, of course. Nice. Right, I had a follow-up question. And I've just forgotten what it was. <laughs> so it's, it's rather the vibe of uh, of what I do. It's sure, just okay. Yeah. Oh look, just um, it's what this, what the listeners want. If this is what, if they want, more, <laughs> if they had this and they want more, then we are giving it to them. Oh yeah, they love it. Um, have you, <laughs> have you ever, <laughs> have you ever had to break character? I don't think. No, there've been there've been a couple of moments where that that thought has flashed into my head. There was somebody who told me in the early days. They said, "Oh, it would be really funny if you just at the end." Uh, just 
went into this accent, went into your normal accent and dropped it completely. And I was like, no, that wouldn't be funny at all. I think that no. I think people would feel really cheated by that. Yeah, it'd um, undermine it. Completely. It seems very ha ha ha, aren't I clever? Look at you, like I've fooled you all. And it would give I think it would give it weirdly a too smug an ending, which I know that seems very, <laughs> yeah. very, very smug and, and self centered character, but it would be me doing the smugness and it would be and, and it would just I it wouldn't feel right. I I've I've never agreed with that. I don't think that would work. Um yeah. there have been times like that Beaujolais Nouveau one where I've sort of, I've thought of going, of just doing like a very Shakespearean or sort of theatrical turn of just, you can't see that on a podcast, but I'm revealing a mask, (laughs) taking off the mask and kind of leaning in and going, this is an act. And then then back back on and then anyway, where were we? Or not even that, just go straight into another game. And I I wonder how that would fly. I wonder if people would then go oh or whether they would still go no but we still don't like you we still don't like what you're yeah, doing whatever, yeah. whatever this is no that'd be the worst so, uh, at oh, least if you yeah if you don't do that at, at least you can uh go home in the knowledge that you know they, they didn't like the act it's they still like you it's fine but just but to have that, to, to <laughs> that level of vulnerability as well of just going this is me guys i'm just a man yeah. a man in front of you trying to get laughs and you know they're back there and then they go no we didn't even enjoy that um <laughs> I've done it. I did it once as a, a, a non-accidental thing. I did it for Alternative Comedy Memorial Society, where, oh, yeah. where I halfway through routine, I just turned Welsh, and I did exactly <laughs> the same thing, but just uh, I, I, the routine that I was going to do anyway, but just in a Welsh accent and didn't mention it. I just thought it'd be a fun experiment to do. And again, that was in fairly early days of Marcel, and people were a bit like <laughs> taken aback by it, and I really enjoyed right. that reaction. But of course, that's a, an alternative comedy night where. Yeah, people relish that sort of thing. I'd never do it on yeah. the, on on the circuit. Failure is encouraged. Failure is encouraged, exactly. Yeah, it's a great night. Right, what what tea are you drinking? Ah, well, you sent me three wonderful teas. I should explain, and you you know this for well now. I I'm not a tea drinker. I'm not a tea or no. coffee. I'm a very bad Englishman and Frenchman. <laughs> in that respect, I, I've never got into it. I've never got past that initial taste of it I, I i no still don't drink coffee I've, my northern wife thinks i'm very bizarre my her, her parents even more so from yorkshire and i yeah they, i think they said that initially when she told them she just went they, they went well what does he drink then <laughs> it was the most it was just like who is this weirdo that's come into your life you sent me so i replied anyway yeah so i, I said to you didn't i the only tea i've ever enjoyed was moroccan mint tea yes i think really counts it's like a load of mint leaves in hot water with a, a shitload of sugar yeah so thank you so you sent me a hold on um very kindly sorry because of the covid post i've only just received them so i a marrakesh mint from tea pigs which I, yeah. I, I had this morning and very much enjoyed, although it's, um, I hope this isn't oversharing here, um, uh, gave me luminous piss. Oh, did it really? Very luminous. I've never known, e- even more so than a Barocca, if you can imagine oh. such a thing. So I've only ever had that one once. Mm. And so on the day that I had that... I... To you. <laughs> so it's just me. No, so no, I no. See a doctor immediately. No, well, I don't know if it happened to me. My, my piss is normally luminous. Uh <laughs> No, it's, it's a good party it's, trick. It's, it's not. Yeah, That's sure. Parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very specific parties. Yes. Not welcome at a christening. I uh, yeah. On the day that I had that, 
Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, that was the third podcast I'd recorded in that day. Uh, so I, I'd had quite a lot of tea already. And by the time I had that one, um, it made my face itch. <laughs> oh, right. The old, Mar- yeah. the old Marrakesh itchy mint tea. Yeah, so I've not had it since, out of fear that it'll make my face itch again, because it felt real weird. I reckon it have been spiked. Maybe. Yeah, it might have been spiked with something, you know, to, yeah, I don't know, like, um, was the packet, was the packet open? Yeah, yeah, fully open, yeah, there were uh, syringes hanging out. Yeah, that's that's what's happened, they'll do that. Well, I've got two more here that you sent, and I haven't, I was going to do some live brewing, I I don't know if that's done before, I thought that might be the exciting content. That people are yeah, absolutely in, yeah in 2020. Um, I've got another tea pigs one, the peppermint leaves, which sounds good because that sounds like I actually had the Marrakesh one. I had the mint tea one with a um, little dairy milk bar, and it oh. felt like an after eight. It was lovely. Yeah, pigs. lovely. I enjoyed it. It was really nice actually. I didn't even have to put that too much sugar in. I really enjoyed it. Um, I've got peppermint leaves one from tea pigs. I've got this Twinings one, which is spearmint, apple, and rooibosh with baobab yes which i think i've got to go for that really it's yeah it's uh it's, it's exciting it's quite exciting isn't it I, yeah. I have no idea whether i'll enjoy this i sort of enjoy both two of those things separately spearmint and apple and i can't say i've ever had rooibosh or any baobab in my life at all no so it could be a very interesting i'll we'll do this let's here we go open this one and I'll, I'll, I'll pop a brew on um can't even get into it there we go see i'm not a tea drinker i can't even get into the packet um, <laughs> i mean it's the same as an envelope really you can <laughs> sort of there we go so i'll just i'll just pop the uh, uh the kettle on you can just in- enjoy the silence here hold on yeah for the listeners he's got up and he's walked towards his kettle ah proper kettle there we go. So that's on, and um, yeah, I just remarked on the fact that that is a, a proper kettle in that you're heating it up on a gas hob. St- yes, um, my wife's idea. It's, um, it takes about um, ten times the <laughs> length, yeah. length of time to do so, and probably uses up um, a hell of a lot more uh, energy <laughs> to do it. So uh, yeah, I'm not sure it would actually. Gas is reasonably inexpensive, but as it's Whereas- more the time it takes. Yeah, oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to heat it up. Anyway, we'll uh, hopefully experience that in real time. Let's carry on chatting and I'll... And I'll um, yeah, yeah talk, absolutely. We'll do the live brew. For the sake of uh, anyone that's listening who is interested, I'm having a Twinings Focus, which is uh, mango and pineapple with ginseng. And plus a dash of cocaine. Vitamin B6. Yeah. Yeah, tight focus. Yeah, yeah, my personality is really... No, I, I don't know what I'd be like on cocaine. I've got no interest in finding out i think i'd be quite unbearable well my worry is that this is now my second tea of the day and someone who's not used to it i think i might i did have a mild rush in the morning because yeah. i'm not used to it i sort of um it's like someone who sort of doesn't smoke that then just puffs <laughs> on a cigarette and goes whoa that's quite you know but so sort of 20 a day yeah, yeah. person it's it's, it's nothing that's a mulberry red it's ex- yeah exactly yeah but this um yeah this could be interesting my second tea of the day someone who doesn't drink tea and yeah. someone who's about to get on a uh, southern train to go to sussex with um <laughs> which rarely have toilets oh really mm. that's uh, it's not a yeah, long journey not pleasant. but um let's see how the bladder copes with this shall we yeah 
Yeah, I'm also doing an actual, luck with it. an actual live stage show, which I'm very excited about. Nice. Is that well, yesterday was live as well? Was it? Uh, it was. Yeah, I've yeah, I've 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 been doing all right with the live. I had one last night and the night before. Hang on, did I have one the night before? No, I didn't. <laughs> I made that one up. Yeah, let's so <laughs> last night straight into it post lockdown. It's uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, it was top secret last night, which was a lot of fun, and I had a, <laughs> had a I was waiting to go on, and a very excitable youth came up to me. And asked to have a photo. Uh, I was I was all in Marcel regalia, although actually in in just my standard shoes, which look, doesn't looks looked very odd, just in sort of big clumpy sort of mountaineer shoes. Yeah, <laughs> which did not look did not complete the look. I normally go on stage barefoot, and it was just like yeah. just hanging out. And anyway, the um yeah, he just came up to me and said I had a photo taken, and he just went, "Oh, my dad's your biggest fan." And <laughs> so I sort of had that 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 like sort of ego boost as I went on but also felt incredibly old yeah <laughs> before I went and played it's quite a, quite a young audience there anyway but it's uh, yeah it is yeah 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 that'd be uh, yeah that I don't know well it'd be nice wouldn't it like, but you know where's his dad he wasn't 12 no of course no, he, no I didn't mean, that's I, a good I, point yeah why is your dad not there yeah yeah <laughs> yeah if he's such a big fan why is he not here yeah frankly just, just lazy yeah right I now I, I like to check out people's imdbs when anyone has been on the television of any sort Deep. and uh, I, so you, you were in red dwarf i was i was in red dwarf uh for one episode with yeah brilliant kevin eldon i was it was it oh great it ticked so many comedy boxes for me from different parts of my life it was uh, yeah i was basically just sort of frenziedly texting all my schoolmates and sending little <laughs> pictures of the uh, you know starbug because i didn't realize it's all shot the two sets <laughs> that they have it's still so low budget the two sets are just next to each other in front of oh, like, really? a live audience yeah oh uh, that's cool it's amazing it's brilliant of of such geeky and enthusiastic laughers and clappers you wouldn't believe it's incredible yeah, like, yeah most yeah. mediums would kill to have an audience like the red dwarf audience yeah it's, it was great and yeah and and getting to work with kevin eldon um who i've done yeah. live shows with but to be filming something with him was was uh oh it was, it was delightful he's he's just such a thoroughly lovely talented chap oh nice i yeah i, I love kevin eldon I, I talk about him all the time yeah and my fiance is like <laughs> every time he's always because he's in everything sure. like, it's just a, as he should like be a, he should be in more things absolutely yeah be in it's every... just got like a feature part in so many things i'm like oh it's kevin eldon that's right and my fiance is always like why do you always talk about him I'm just like, he's so good you just don't understand ah oh, yeah so that was it was it was so it was such an exciting day yeah it was a few christmases ago actually yeah about 2016 yes it was yeah but i was gonna say about four christmases ago just, we filmed I've got, that i've got it written in front, got, of got it in front of you i'm gonna cut you off there for the next imdb chapter because the brew is about Ooh. to be brewed. We've got. I'm very exciting. Uh, kettle's done its thing. Just gonna go and get it. Nice. Okay. I hope you can just hear that. There we go. Pretty certain this is how you do it, isn't it? It's just the. Oh yeah, absolutely. The perfect. bag and the water there. See, I'm practically an expert now. <laughs> First tea bag of the day. So, there we go. And that is I, uh... brewing, as we say in the business. Oh, yeah, that is uh, it's steeping. That's also a word that people use. I'm not sure what that means, but it's a it's a word I've heard, and it sounds good. Steeping. Yeah. Sounds northern. It's probably northern. Yeah, it could be. Anyway. Yeah. Let's let's blame it on them. I I must have seen it. I've 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 watched all of the set list, like episodes of set list, and I I must have seen you on it. 
but I didn't I didn't realise you were on it. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I can't remember what episode, but it was. It was. I was going. So they only did one series as well, didn't they? So basically, you didn't look very hard, did you? No. I, I mean, I've watched them all about six times, so I must have. But I've, I think it's you know, on I've, 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 I'm pretty certain it's on YouTube somewhere. But that was. Um, yeah, it's all on uh, Now TV for a while as well. Is it? Yeah. Uh, interesting. I'm, I don't know if it's still there. It's such a shame they never made another series of that because I thought they did a really good job of that. It really is, yeah, it's incredible. Because what, uh, for those who don't know Setlist, it's basically it's stand up without a net, isn't it, is the tagline. Yeah. And they throw you, I think it was six or seven on the night, it's obviously edited down, but I think it was six or seven just random bits of nonsense on a screen behind you. It could be one word, could be a whole sentence, and it's and basically you have to pass whatever they put up on screen as, uh, off as your set list. Um, yeah. You have to look back and go, so that's what I was going to talk about next. And it's, <laughs> I love it i really 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 love doing it and i did a few yeah a few live ones in edinburgh and then they run at soho theater and then on and then yeah it was selected to do the um to do the telly show and it was god that was fun that was so much fun it was actually filmed yeah. everyone did basically the cast and crew because it was because it was um paul provenza that that organized it all he was He's such a comedy aficionado. The whole team were Babs, Roman, and Troy Conrad, and and Paul himself. They're, they love comedy so so much that they wanted it to be perfect for everyone. They filmed it over two nights in case someone had a stinker. So you were, it was actually two sets oh, cool. amalgamated into one for everyone. Nobody did, as far as I know. I think everyone just had a thoroughly good time. They picked a really good venue for it. It was the fridge in Brick, not the fridge. Uh, was it Fridge? No, that's Fridge isn't in Brixton. I can't. What are live venues? I forgot what live venues. <laughs> uh, yeah. They don't exist anymore, electric, I don't think. Oh, what was it? Anyway, cut that bit out. They picked they, they <laughs> picked they, they picked just the right venue for it. They they kept in bits in the edit of people struggling and then redeeming themselves because that's the yeah. joy of it. People digging themselves into a hole. Well, like one of the ones I got was I think police poetry they put up, and I. I I could have just done a sort of a, a routine on it, but I I I, I said oh, I'm now going to read you some poetry, <laughs> and I had to pull a book out of my pocket and just make up a poem on the spot. And this is where oh, you wow. can see the beads of sweat starting to drift. Going, oh, what the fuck did I say that for? <laughs> and it wasn't great, but I sort of got enough of a, a round of applause to to pull out after one verse. <laughs> I was like, no, that's it, that's the poem. Yeah, uh, Christ, but it's. Yeah, it was so so much fun, and I another interesting thing about that edit is I'd come from doing my own show, and I was doing a show at the South Bank for the first recording, and I had a bottle of I was hosting a cabaret show, it was my own the cabaret fantastique at uh, South Bank, and I and I had a bottle of wine backstage, and, and every time I introduced an act, I'd, I'd come and have a little drink, and I thought some of the acts had been having some uh, some of the wine as well, and it turns out none of them were drinking wine it had just been me through nerves at having to go and do this recording (laughs) after this show and I just got through a whole bottle of wine and I'm in the cab going to the record and going I'm seeing double I'm wrecked (laughs) and it was just pure nerves it was just this this sort of you know natural just the hand was going up and drinking 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 just like it was water and just hadn't noticed it on stage because the adrenaline but then this sort of new wave had come over me on the cab there of just like, oh god, I'm in trouble. Unfortunately, they for, for the for the meal before everyone went on, it was just the saltiest chicken and chips you could ever imagine. Oh, perfect. I was like, oh, that'll do. But you can see when it does the close-ups, just my glazed, drunken eyes, and then suddenly in the next shot, I'm looking a bit more with it. 
<laughs> that was the second night where I'd, I'd done it yeah. sober. So it was a really interesting edit, that one. Oh, amazing. I'm going to have to watch that again. Yeah. I'll, watch, I'll watch it later. But my thinking is, well, I, I didn't sort of panic too much because most of the set lists that I'd done in Edinburgh, I, I, you know, I'd done after doing a full show, then maybe yeah. maybe another mixed bill show, and then going on to do set list at midnight where most people were pretty drunk anyway. And that felt yeah. like actually the natural state to be. And I've, I've got myself into my Edinburgh fringe late night state, yeah. having got the, the, you know, the energy and adrenaline from already doing a, a show, a really fun show, and then dashing off to do this. So then the beauty of Edinburgh fringe in that situation is you've built up a tolerance. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You'll have been drinking constantly for days. Yeah, but I think this was filmed in September. September, so it wasn't. I'd, I'd probably still okay. catching through my, my, my <laughs> yeah. yeah, still had a bit of blood in your wine stream. That's, as it were. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I should probably take this tea bag out, shouldn't I? After that. Yeah. Well, that's uh, which one is it you've got? Oh, uh, well, oh, okay. the digest one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shall I leave it in yeah. for a bit longer? All right. Well, it's entirely up to you. Uh, if you're not that keen on tea, then maybe take it out. But then it's not going to taste like normal tea anyway. Look, no, I suppose not. I I prefer water to tea. Yeah. So I should probably I like take it out by now. Yeah, because it says on the back. I think they suggest oh yeah three plus minutes. Now, for instance, I've finished my tea that I had, but that bag is still in the cup. So that is definitely three plus minutes. I sure. I always just leave it in there. Well, I haven't put any sugar in yet. I don't know whether I should. It's, it smells quite sweet. I'm getting... That with yeah, the, the apple. The apple is hitting me, yeah. Weirdly, before the spearmint, I'm not getting any spearmint in there yet. But I'm going to leave that. It's far too hot still. So anyway, yeah. let's go. Let's let's move. Are we moving through IMDb? Yeah, yeah sure. Go on. I'll, I'll go back to it. Let's, uh, I'll tell you I'll, what, I'll actually. I'm into the real dregs now of just the <laughs> student films probably that I've done. Or Yeah. Well, the first thing you got on there is Nathan Barley. Oh, yeah. Which I tried to rewatch recently, and it's not aged well. I disagree. Oh, do you think? I, may, I, saw, I maybe saw it a couple of years ago again. I think it's aged really well. I think it's it's sort of come into. I think the hipsters have only got more hipstery. Yeah, that's fair. Why did you not think so? It was just some of the dialogue, like a little bit sort of too close to the knuckle. I think. I don't know. Maybe I was in a sensitive place when I was watching it. I think I'll I'll try it again. Mm. It's all on all four. I think so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I found it on there. I was like, oh, great. Oh, I'll definitely have a watch of that again. Yeah, my role in that is very much blinking. You miss it. I would not blame anyone oh, okay. for missing me in that. It's a little club scene where I, I say one line. But again, just lovely to be working with Chris Morris and Charlie Brooker. Yeah, of course. It absolutely. Was, it, again, like ticking so many boxes for me. There's uh, yeah. grew up like Chris Morris is still just a huge, huge idol. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, and, and Charlie Brooker, of course. Like, I, I, yeah. I've still got, I've, I've on the shelf just behind me, TV Go Home, which is uh, still uh, one of the funniest books uh, ever made, just the um, TV listings parody where I first got to know him and uh, Charlie Brooker. And, and, oh, God, I can, that's my go-to book. If if I need to pick me up, I'll turn to any page on that and just and something will have me oh, really? giggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, my go-to book for that sort of thing, not that I... I don't read that much. I, I'd like to. I used to read loads when I was younger. And now I, I generally read the same book for about six months. Mm. And, I'm, and I might get through it. I'm just very slow. Well, here's a tip. Get a uh, toddler. And then you <laughs> exactly the same thing will happen. But you will slightly lose the guilt over that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I could recommend that. 
I'll look into books. it. The thing is, I keep buying books, and it's just like I've already got this this pile by my bed of ones that are, lie there unread or half read or yeah, yeah. Christ, I've ju- I've just got through Sapiens, and it's taken me most of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> what a journey! Yeah, uh, yeah. My my go-to book for that very thing is Acaster's Classic Scrapes. Oh, I, I I still haven't bought that, and I really should. Um, Have you not? Oh, add to it's the pile. so funny. I bet it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, stri- he strikes me as a tea drinker. I bet he is. Yeah, he I likes reckon a he weird is. tea. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, let's delve into this show. I'm going to go, oh, in, go on. I'm going to go yeah. in sh- sugarless. Which let's see. So we've got just to recap: spearmint, apple, Rui Bosch, and a baobab. Oh, it's still hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a reaction of yeah. oh, that was a mistake. That <laughs> really was. That's the problem. Like where it's sort of like you know these teas where it's just a tea bag and and hot water. Uh, there's no milk to cool it down. No, there's not. And I this is the problem that I have with tea slightly is it doesn't seem to have that sort of punchy hit that, that like I don't know like a hot, a hot chocolate. I love a hot chocolate. That's my go-to hot drink of choice. Obviously, you get yeah. that fulsome chocolate. Like I, it still tastes like hot water that someone's just put something in which i know of course it is yeah but oh uh, yeah see i don't i don't think that mm, i don't know is it no i don't think this tastes like that the, the focus one that, that's just sort of it's quite fruity that's not and bad it's... though that one yeah the spearmint's really subtle and the apple the apple is quite overwhelming it's, it's kind of just like hot apple at the moment i'm not interesting and the baobab i have no idea whether i'm tasting that or not because i don't know what that no. tastes of. i don't know what it is or what it tastes of See, that's not unpleasant, but I just wouldn't choose to drink. I wouldn't choose to drink it. I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I remain, I think, after this, a non-tea drinker. But no, that's okay. I, that's fair. I could be. Well, I'm not. I'm interested by the peppermint leaves one. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing a third one before my southern trains journey. But no, um, no, no. But the Marrakesh mint, actually, yeah, I'm quite impressed with. It. I like that. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. I like that. Well, I've I've got loads more of those. So should we gig together again in the uh, near future? I'll, I'll bring some with me. Oh, it'll be a lovely bonding moment before a gig. Yeah. <laughs> Throat warmer before a gig. Yeah, we'll both have a mint tea. You can urinate luminously and I'll, I'll, <laughs> and I'll go on stage wait. itching. I told you, look at this, look at this. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. uh, a d- completely different bonding moment altogether. But Yeah, another thing yeah. I would um, recommend getting a toddler for to um, assuage any guilt about showing, about talking yeah. about or looking at uh, body fluids. Yeah, I well, I've not I've not got a toddler myself, but um, oh, I, I've I've got a young nephew. As well, they're and, free. Uh, you get them free. Don't, um... Oh yeah, well I've got a toddler that lives next door, and I don't think they like him very much. They seem to shout a lot, so I'll just go and just go and take him. Oh, it's a bit darker than it's supposed to come out. Been a long lockdown. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really has. Oh god. Um, right now, before before I continue with IMDb, because I may not go back to it. Uh, I've got some tea emergency questions, which it, it's more of a, a homage to to Richard Herring's ring. Yes. Section. Yeah, yeah. Hang. But uh, but it's it's changed to tea instead of just emergency. It's uh, <laughs> lovingly named by Stuart Goldsmith because I did call him emergency questions, and then he he pulled me up on that. He's like, yeah, he's always working. That man always oh, yeah. working. <laughs> right. So. Right, I've got a few that are like tea based, but I feel like I can avoid those because I can make stuff. Well, up. actually, do you know you you had a tea earlier? You used, what what biscuit you had, did you have with it? Oh, not biscuit. I didn't dairy have biscuit. milk. I had dairy milk because it was a bit in the fridge, so I just snapped yeah. off a bit of that and thought oh, I have that. But I can, I've got some ginger nuts in the uh, in the cupboard if you want me to munch on that. 
to no, you don't have to. I was just, I was just going to ask what your go-to biscuit would be. I go to with a tea. I, I think, well, yeah, well, that's generally how I'd mean it. But if you don't have tea, then it's, uh, yeah, ginger nuts for my wife. And so I think I would agree with her on that. I think that would be a good. That's a good compliment. That's a good it's complimentary good. biscuit for a yeah. I think oats. Yeah, oats and hot beverages would probably go well. I think. I think I would. Yeah. And that gingery hit would uh, obviously take away the taste of the tea. So I think, <laughs> I think that'd be the sure. That's the only reason I like it. Yeah, it'd be the perfect one, I think. No, I'm gonna go ginger nut. Nice. Yeah, good choice. Right. That's that's pretty much the end of any relevant tea question for you, because the other ones just <laughs> don't matter. Um, Make it up, but all right. Right. I've I've got a new tea emergency question that I wrote down uh, about three weeks ago. I forgot right. that I wrote it down. All right. Uh, so I'm going to ask it. What insect freaks you out the most, and is it because it has so many legs? The earwig. Not a leg thing. It's not a leg. No. problem with the legs? No problem with the legs. It's the back bit. Yeah. It's that bit. And I, I, I never had a problem with earwigs until, and this is probably a lot of people of my generation are affected by this, until I saw Star Trek The Wrath of Khan, <laughs> where okay. it puts the, you remember it? Uh, You've seen I, it no, it. I've not seen it in a long time. Well, I saw this is quite. Well, I saw it a long time ago, and it stayed with me. It's where he puts, he gets the little earwig type thing, and he actually puts it in his ear, and it drives yeah, him insane. Yeah. And it goes, and it burrows into his ear, and he goes mental. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. As, as, as you would. Um, yeah, I've seen that happen in more than one film. And it was that it's, that thing uh, was just too like an earwig. Well, I think it was an earwig, but it was yeah. yeah so it was too much. So them. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that's a very good answer because earwigs are absolutely horrendous. But that back bit, uh, I don't think it does anything. I don't. Think they can't pinch with it, can they? The the ass pinchers. I don't know. It's an interesting question because is it the number of like things that they've got like prongs uh, denotes their gender? I think. <laughs> this this sounds like first class bullshit. Yeah, it could be. It's something that I think I was <laughs> told when I was two, a toddler. And, have uh, they all got two little prongs at the back? No, I think some of them have one. Do they? Don't know. Maybe. I'm, really, I'm going to look this up afterwards. <laughs> so there's one yeah. one lady prong for a yeah, female egg and two... We, we can look it up now. Go on then. Uh, Live fact-checking. Female... You, if you put this on Twitter, you'd get you'd get the box underneath. You get this. This oh, may yeah. contain false information. Go on, I, I can't believe that's true. <laughs> I've never seen. I think I've I've only ever seen them with two. What are yeah, what maybe I've just seen. Maybe they? I've just seen ones that someone's pulled one off of. Look up earwig ass prongs. What do earwigs do with those pincers anyway? That's an article. Oh, good. Oh, it's quite, quite long. Time. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, that's good. That's, oh. that's. I will have a read of that. Yeah, there's know. there's a, a a long answer to it, and then. Um... Oh, I'm glad they're functional. Doesn't make yeah. them less. Ugh, does it? Oh, the sensory organs like antennae. Haven't they got antenna as well? Yeah, I think so. Greedy bastards. Yeah. We well, dislike them all the more. Yeah. One, one for the reversing, I guess. <laughs> this earwig is reversing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine, mine, the reason that I have the... Uh, I can't think of the word. The, the, the reason that I ask also if, if it's because of the legs is because mine is millipedes. Because oh. they're just creepy they're weird find, weird little things yeah i, I find uh, i find it strangely hypnotic the rhythmic wave of the legs it's quite impressive yeah it's very impressive it's great That's... it's a, a biological feat for sure 
Oh, it is. It's, that's yeah. That's that's. That, I think that's part of nature's majesty. Just yeah. that ripple of, of of leg. I think it's a, it's a beautiful. I, I would watch that in slow motion. Um, yeah. HD. I've, also, I've, I've got written here our millipedes, the limousines of woodlice. <laughs> that's that's nice. <laughs> that's very nice. Um, or our woodlice Shetland millipedes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. Ah, there's the question. Yeah. So, but woodlice still have like hundreds of legs. Well, not hundreds, but dozens, mm. tens of. Again, reeks of bullshit. But let's let's not look. Yeah. No, I think they've. I think they've got like twelve. They've got is a lot, enough. They? Yeah, quite a lot. Which, it, yeah. Now that you bring that up in the sort of the the way that they move, that like, I find uh, snakes absolutely fascinating. Mm. Like when you hold them, because you can feel every single like muscle moving as they're moving oh yeah it's absolutely incredible okay uh, i thought for a long time that because my mum's my terrified of snakes so i just sort of I avoided touching snakes really for a lot of my childhood and then one of my friends had a snake and they were like do you want to hold it like, oh, no not really oh is it slimy no it's not slimy no. it's just really nice leathery leathery yeah i think they're it's all impressive. magnificent i'm not really i don't really have any any animal phobias i don't think i, I can i sort of I was never attacked by one as a child. Yeah. But anything really. I used to be scared like an earwig, of dogs. But I don't think it was really attacking. It was just being an earwig. <laughs> just, yeah. But I don't think, like I say, until I saw that film, it's really bad anti earwig propaganda. Yeah. Until I saw The Wrath of Khan. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm. I think there's, I'm, I'm sure it's, no, it's Family Guy. I was going to say, I'm sure it's The Simpsons, but it's Family Guy. And Tom Tucker puts a brain eating earwig in his ear. To, sure. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I think it's been think... referenced a number of times. It's clearly affected yeah, yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people. I'm surprised if, you, if you've seen it. I'm surprised you've, you've managed to blank it out. That shows real mental, well, mental stamina on your part, if I may say. Well, if anything, I may have blocked out, you know, a, a damaging memory because I do have always thought that an earwig was ready to climb into my ear and to eat my brain. So yeah, maybe I just remembered it, but sort of blocked it out as well. I tell you what, I bloody love though. Since you ask, tardigrades. These are, no idea. Oh, well, this you can lose yourself down a, a, a little YouTube, an article-based wormhole here. This is ah, oh, I'm not. I will allow you to look into their um, majesty. The um, the tardigrade. It's a little sort of microscopic being that looks. They're called water bears because they look like little. They look like a sort of mole in a sleeping bag, like weird inflated sort of thing around them, and they are basically almost invincible. They're amazing tardigrades. Yeah, they're incredible. They 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 blasted them into space. They've sent them into uh, underneath the ocean. They put them into sub-zero temperatures. They've almost fried them alive, and they they they're virtually invincible. And they can almost die, and then be brought back to to life with a drop of water. They go into a, like a little state, which is like a husk, and they just they're they're, they're amazing. And scientists are genuinely looking into what gives them these properties they're, they're almost invincible and, and there's there's a theory that they they're not of earth that they might have come from an asteroid yeah originally. i mean it looks like i mean it's got a nozzle and they don't even look intimidating they look quite friendly it's got a nozzle yeah it looks they're the weirdest creature but they are fascinating yeah and then look up the that is, and then uh... here's another follow-up the eternal jellyfish as well there you go there's, okay yeah uh, the, the top question on the people also ask is, can you kill a tardigrade? <laughs> should, should you? 
should, should surely be the more moral question. But yeah, yeah, and the answer is yes, but with a lot of difficulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. explanation looked hard. Tardigrades. Uh, yeah, eternal journey. Well, don't look it up now. <laughs> no, 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 but I'll forget to look it up. Sure. Oh, no, I won't. You're, <laughs> we're recording this. <laughs> I want to spread. If there's one thing that people take from this, it's it's tardigrades over tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, the the greatest. Best thing about tardigrades, it's got tea. If you move the letters around, (laughs) it sort of does. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely an anagram in this. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna make a a tardigrade based tea anagram by the end of this podcast. Yeah. Oh, cool. Gonna multitask. Yeah. Right, I've got another question. Now, this one leads on from a story from a, a few podcasts ago where the, the guest I had on was telling me about how he's getting a taxi home and the taxi driver told him that it was a healer and he said that he was able to produce smoke from his fingers. This sounds like a Carl Donnelly story. Oh, it's not, actually. He oh, always seems to meet this kind of character, but go on. Yeah, yeah, that does sound like it really does. Well, do you know what? I'm I'll, I'll, I'm going to have him back on at some point. See, he's my first guest, Carl. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting... <laughs> I'll ask him this question. He'll, he'll have, yeah. Dozen, <laughs> he'll be like, oh, I've met that guy. He'll have a dozen more stories since the last one. <laughs> yeah. He was up last um, night, actually. Oh, God, he's good. Oh, it's great. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted your flow. <laughs> no, that's fine. So, right, when my f- when they pulled up outside my friend's house, like, obviously, the taxi driver told my friend that he, he could do this, and he sort of looked at him as if to say, no, you can't. And then when he pulled up outside my friend's house, he got out, and then he, he took the money and just went, and smoke come out of his fingers. <laughs> uh, weirdly, that reminds me of... An early Marcel influence. There was uh, some French friends, All right. family. There was, um, yeah, it was. A, it was a guy called uh, Claude, and it was basically it was, it was uh, a couple that my folks met on holiday in Greece, I think, a few years ago. While they, oh, while they were pregnant with me, and yeah, uh, yeah, Claude Martin and Claude, and Claude was uh, such a typical Frenchman. He smoked just this insane amount of cigarettes, and he was just Amazing. this charming, lovely. I uh, was just full of life and just anyway just yeah one of his tricks that he did when i was a small child was the ash through the hand trick whereby which i every time he did it like, i had so much ash rubbed into my hands as a small child which probably in an obelixian way <laughs> turned me into yeah. later life and it was just that yeah i can make ash travel through your, your your hands so he'd rub a bit of ash onto the back of my hand and then obviously with his thumb and then obviously get the thumb on the bottom of my hand and turn it over and suddenly it was probably better than that but then there was suddenly the ash had gone he yeah. rubbed off the ash from the back of my hand and popped and popped some more underneath basically a french guy who just covered me in nicotine <laughs> as, as a child yeah. but it's done your favor in the long run so yeah still alive 41. Myself, yeah right so this this uh this story of the man who produced smoke from his fingers leads me to ask the question if you had to die uh, from evaporation, what part of you would you want to evaporate first? What? Yeah, because uh, the the conversation led me to assume that the man was uh, evaporating. <laughs> ah, right. Wouldn't wouldn't have happened if he was a tardigrade. Um, no. He'd have weathered it. Um, <laughs> uh, evaporate first. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Oh. The <laughs> appendix. Oh, okay. Is that a sneaky answer? 
don't need. Yeah, well, don't the need whole it. of you is going to evaporate. Oh, I'm going to. So evaporate. you're just evaporating from oh, the appendix outwards. Well, the, the heart, then I'd, I'd say, because then <laughs> okay. I'm gone, aren't I? And then I don't have to feel <laughs> the rest of myself disintegrate. Yeah, sure. It's a no, it's a, it's a no brainer. It's a no harder. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Although you, you wouldn't die immediately, you'd die very quickly. But oh, like the... the brain, maybe the brain, so I can't process it. Yeah. So it is. So yeah, no brain. So it is a no-brainer. Yeah, no brain. Yeah. I'd have no brain. To I I oh. said it'd be the brain because I just thought it'd be funny for anybody looking on. Uh, they'd, they'd just see you slowly become vacant. <laughs> That's such a comedian's answer, isn't it? Just like yeah, worried <laughs> about what other people are thinking. Just like oh, how's this going to play with the audience before me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to evaporate on stage, brain first. <laughs> right. Let's see. Are there any more questions? I don't think well here's think the answer to a question that hasn't been asked uh go on rad t grid okay a gray anagram <laughs> rad amazing t- rad t grid yeah like a really is, really yeah. good a really yeah like a really well organized uh set of tea okay rad, right okay rad, i was I was, I was i was taking a mick out of it at first in my head not not out loud uh but now that you've explained it that way bad, i quite like it? it yeah yeah fair play yeah, you've won me over. Rad T grid. I'd write that down, but uh, you'd write that down. No but it's pointless information. Yeah, yeah. there's absolutely. Never I'll never use, use that again. No. No, <laughs> yeah, that'll be a new team emergency question. Is uh, what? What is your favourite anagram of uh, tardigrade? I would like to thank Twining's Digest for the speed <laughs> at which I, I came up with it, though. That's yeah, it's quick, wasn't it? Yeah. If uh, if you hadn't had that, then no chance that your your brain would have. That'll be the baobab. Even that's process. the baobab. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. A friend of mine, uh, I've, I've only had that tea once before, and it was with uh, a friend of mine who's a taxidermy dealer. Just a very interesting man. He does improv as well, so sort of, I, ha- I had him on. Uh, Not in his job, I hope. No, 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 no. no, no. Just on stage. Well, right, okay. Yeah. Extra. Yeah. Yeah. Improvisational uh, taxidermist. That's the sort of thing they throw up on set list, and you'd have to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Improvisational taxidermist. Yeah, it's very interesting. Although he's not a taxidermist, he's a taxidermy dealer. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, right. Although he's very good. And he does do some taxidermy, so technically not incorrect, but uh, largely. Uh, so he's a dealer, dealer. so he has, to, he has to weigh up the shitness of a bit of taxidermy. He's like, well, that's that's a bit. There's nothing. Yeah. That's nothing like what it's meant to look like. Well, he's got a shop in Leon C, sort of down the road from uh, where I live. And he's got like the shop out the front where obviously it's everything that he sells and then he's got a little section in the middle which he calls the museum and then mm. he's got a workshop out the back but in the museum there's like loads of stuff there's loads of really incredible like really rare stuff great as well as a, a whole section that is, is dedicated to no he hasn't got any dodos but it's got i don't think anyway i don't want to don't probably not but it's got a whole section dedicated to crap taxidermy oh i bet that just, sells the best yeah well they're in his private collection so they're not for sale uh, oh nice but, he does sell some of it occasionally, but yeah, on the whole, he's got like two crap foxes up on the wall that are like, they're just sort of, they're pulling ridiculous faces. <laughs> like foxes could never possibly pull, but <laughs> I would, he loves them. I would go to a crap taxidermy museum. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My favourite crap taxidermy is at a museum, actually. It's not, well, would it count as crap taxidermy? It's unfortunate taxidermy. It's the uh, Horniman Museum. I don't know if you've ever been there oh, right. in, in South London. Um yeah great museum anyway just really eclectic uh, lovely museum and great for kids as well we started going there with uh, little ronnie and he, he loves it and yes. i love the it's the walrus stuffed walrus in there which was stuffed by a man who'd never seen a walrus so back in the day they got 
this uh, a walrus carcass to put in the museum and not realising that the walrus is quite a foldy creature. He stuffed it and stuffed it and kill, until it yeah. could be stuffed no more, thinking that's what it was. So it's this enormous, <laughs> obese walrus that's in that's, that's there just with no folds in it whatsoever. It's great. It looks, it looks awesome. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I'd love to see one of those dogs, you know, the ones that are like, mm. they're just all folds of fur. An inflated Yeah, pug. I'd love to see one of those. <laughs> We'd all like to see an inflated, inflated yeah. <laughs> Like a puffer fish, but with little, two little legs. Right, I'm going to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask my friend if he can. Uh, yeah, that's that improvisational. Improvisation. Sit uh, down, me, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we are approaching the time that you yes. need to uh, get off. So I will ask: Have you got anything to plug? Well, it might. I might need that quite soon. Actually, yeah. The the um, the tip of my wang as as the tea courses through me, and I try not to piss myself on a southern train, but less. Um, yeah. Uh, vulg- vulgarly, vulgarly. Anything to plug? Sure. It's an interesting time to plug things, yeah, isn't it? There's, um, I'm not much, got much going on um, show-wise. Edinburgh's off. <laughs> I, what can yeah. I plug? I'll plug. I have a, a Kofi page. Let's do that. Let's get some cash. Um, yeah. Kofi.com/slash Alexis Jubas, and I put some silly little videos that I've made in lockdown. I'm putting stuff up there as and when I make it. I'm going to put some new poems up there quite soon. Going to film some of them. And if you like what you see, give me some money for tea. <laughs> ah, yeah, amazing. For specifically uh, peppermint tea or mm. a rad tea grid. Yeah, I'm saving up for a rad tea yeah. grid. Nice. Now. While people are still listening, I also have a Kofi page. So uh, kofi.com forward slash sides. Go and find it. And send me money. <laughs> we need it. All right. Well, I'm, I'm off to earn some yeah. by doing what I love on a stage. Very, very excited. Yeah, very nice. I only had uh, I had one gig for this weekend like booked in, but it was in Kent, so it's been cancelled. Yeah, I've had a few of them. I had some yeah. Gloucester ones that are now off. But, uh, yeah. Postponed. Yeah. Postponed. Bugger. Yes, absolutely. Like all our careers. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Pleasure. Yeah, really appreciate it. Thank you for the acceptable tea. Oh, you're very welcome. Yeah, I'm glad I sent you stuff that you actually liked. Mm. Yeah. And you didn't have any sugar at all in that one. No. That was sugar-free tea. The the Marrakesh one I did, I applied with tea, but it was tough, you know. Took me back. Actually, there's another thing from someone who doesn't doesn't drink tea. I did have that lovely little uh, vague flashback of the last time I had... Uh, Marrakesh mint tea in Marrakesh, and they do, and oh, doing, doing the uh, the ridiculous pouring thing with the. Yeah. Uh, I think again, I sort of enjoyed the routine more, more than the end product of the pouring yeah, to yeah. a ridiculous height, and then back and then obviously drinking the tea, and then uh, being uh, sold some uh, homemade art by by that uh, man who had who had called me in for that express purpose, not just for a chat. No, it's oh no, there's a sales pitch at the end, which amazing. I duly fell for and still have yeah nice <laughs> is it up on your wall je ne regrette rien uh <laughs> it's not actually no we're doing a bit of a a, a shift around of um, of art at the moment yeah place, basically to make room for more storage <laughs> more nice. less art more shelves so it's yeah again, having a toddler yes absolutely is that uh, a new tv you've got behind you <laughs> yeah, it is. That's not me trying to. That's a Black Friday telly. We tried oh, nice. our ancient telly and finally got a smart TV. So that's not me showing off a box in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, having a toddler, I didn't know if that was a box for a TV or a castle. 
it's both actually it's yeah. both and uh we've watched uh we only installed it yesterday and have watched nothing except in the night garden which <laughs> in expert clarity yeah eagle, eagle yeah, people yeah. is beautifully rendered on that telly i can tell you that <laughs> nothing else. nice right cool i'll let you uh i'll let you get off Brilliant. So thanks so much for coming on, man. It's been Welcome. it's been really really fun. Oh, where, where where can people find you online as a uh, uh, online? Type? Oh well, Instagram. Instagram, the usuals, yeah, YouTube stuff up there. I've got some old albums for sale on the brand new compact disc format um, on the website. Old uh, live albums and that sort of thing. And oh yeah, and the new Marcel ones just gone up on Next Up as well. If you're on that Next Up, I recommend oh, great. that. Great. Comedy viewing emporium, uh, and it's by one from Edinburgh with a full, with a live band, with a jazz band. It's oh, amazing! A lot of fun. Nice, cool thing. Well, I'll, I'll check that out. Good. Uh, I haven't yet. I'm gonna go cool. for a piss in a train. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, uh, I'd recommend if you've had uh, two cups of tea today, have two pisses if you can. Really good idea. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Really good yeah. idea. There's my okay. sage advice to leave you on. <laughs> <laughs> Adieu. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. See you later. See ya. Bye. So that was Alexis Jubas, or Marcel Lucas, as you may likely know him more. Don't forget to go and check out his show on Next Up Comedy and go to his website and buy whatever merch and stuff you want to. You can find him. He's on Twitter. He's at Alexis Jubas. And he's on Instagram as Alexis Jubas Comedy and Alexis Jubas Photography as well. That's also him. But as his work as a photographer. Go and check that out too, because he's very good. Yeah, don't forget our Ko-fi pages if you can and want to support us. Ko-fi.com forward slash Alexis Jubas, Ko-fi.com forward slash Sideeves, particularly Sideeves, remember him, just because it's going to help me sort of keep the podcast going and that sort of thing, because the costs run up and the editing time is plentiful, so there's lots to do. <sighs> My brain's a bit frazzled, so I'm not going to keep this going on too long. I just want to say, have a really lovely Christmas. Thank you for tuning in this year. The numbers have been great. It's been nice to be able to sort of reach out to a lot of people and hear from a lot of people and just know that I'm sort of getting through to a lot of people as well. It's really, really lovely. It makes me feel very good indeed. So thank you very much for listening this past year. I look forward to seeing you next year. Anything else that I'm writing, I'll, I'll, I'll put in the podcast description when I get time to think about it. So yeah, until we meet again, Go and like and subscribe, tell all your friends. And otherwise, have a lovely, lovely festive period. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll see you soon. Drink tea. Enjoy Christmas. However you can. See you later. Bye.